Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody y'all listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show today uh, i, w- I want to just uh share uh something with you um along your way um to wherever it is you're trying to get to you know um every everybody has a different definition for success and I'm not I'm not here to tell you what yours should be. I mean, please pursue whatever you think success is. Aim as high as you can, though. Uh, that's for sure. My father used to say all the time, I'm sure you all have heard it in different variations, but he used to always say, aim for the moon just in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. He'd say that to me all the time. So that always was in me to aim high. Now, he wasn't saying aim with the intent to miss. He was just saying aim in case you miss, you'll still be amongst the stars. If you aim for the moon, but if you just aim for that first flow window and you miss it, you know, usually run into some type of wall and, and nothing happens. You slither down. You know, in my book, uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, I told uh, people that men love three ways. They profess, they provide, they protect. And that's the core essence of a man's love. Well, there's some other P's in life, too. The number one thing you have to understand about trying to be successful, and I guess I call this the four P's. I may come up with five along the way. I don't know. I'm just talking as it's given to me, so. I'm going to start by saying that these are the four P's of 
uh, success that you have to get ready for. Number one is pressure. A lot of it is applied by the circumstance of what you're trying to go for and what you're trying to do. But a lot of it also is self-imposed pressure. It's, it's what you put on yourself to make it. It's, it's a sense of urgency. It, it's a sense of necessity. But pressure is the first thing I want you to be ready for. And pressure comes in a lot of different forms. But it's going to be pressure. There's an old saying that pressure busts a pipe. See, that's why most people turn around because of the pressure of trying to be successful. I want you to get it in your mind that it is going to be a pressurized situation on your rise to the top. Pressure. But understand that that is what it is, is not going to change. That's it. Prepare yourself. Get ready for there to be pressure. The second thing I want you to understand is when you receive this pressure, you have to persist. You got to stay at it. You got to develop a doggedness. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a song out that says, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. That's a funny line in that song because really I was thinking about it one day. I was humming it and, 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 it, and it occurred to me, said, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? Nothing but the dog in me. And, you know, now you could take it in the literal sense that a cat chases the dog because it's innately it's in his spirit that cats and dogs are a lot of times enemies. Now, people have pets and have proven that if you show love on both sides, they can exist, and that happens too. But naturally, innately, when your cat goes by a dog and your dog don't recognize him, there's some barking going on. I'm talking about just walking through the neighborhood or something. So, But the reason that this dog is so persistent towards this cat is just because it's in him. It's innately in him. And what I'm saying to you, just using that as an analogy, is that you got to be, you got to be persistent in that you got to develop some dog in you now because pressure takes some fighting back. See, if you don't fight back against pressure, pressure busts a pipe. So what you think it'll do to you? Pressure crack walls. Pressure causes explosions. So if you don't fight back to hold it in, you understand? Pressure does most people in. The simple thing called pressure. The, the weight of what it feels like to want to be successful every single day, over and over and over and over and over. It's just too much pressure. People crack. You got to persist. You have to persist. You can, the thought of giving up can come but you got to get it out. You got to persist. The next thing I want you to think about is another something that I've been thinking about for years and learned for years. It's called perseverance. To persist means to, to, to insist. The key word in, insist, in persist is insist. You must, you must insist that this is going to happen. Now, the, the persist, I'm assuming, means 
it's a proaction. It's some type of proaction that you go towards it to make it, you know, persist. You got to be persistent. You got to be constantly at it. You're insisting that it happens. You got to be constantly at it. But the next thing I want you to remember is perseverance. Perseverance is important. Perseverance means that when you've done your best, when you've persisted, when you're fighting back against the pressure, perseverance simply means I'm going to hang in here. When, when, if, if a crack come in the pipe, I'm going to hang in there. If the pipe bust, I'm going to keep going. If I got to put duct tape, mud, whatever I got to put on this thing, man, I'm going to use perseverance. I'm going to stay with it no matter what. So we looking at the three things again. You got to understand that it's going to be pressure, that you're going to have to persist. Keyword in persist is insist. You have to insist that no matter what the pressure is, I'm going to stay with it. But then perseverance, if it goes wrong, man, you got to get in there and keep fighting. But then Lord have mercy. Nothing helps you handle the three P's better than the fourth P. You got to pray. You got to use prayer. You got to talk to God. You got to use faith. You got to have some conferences with him late at night, early in the morning, in the middle of the afternoon, when you're on the train, when you're driving. You got to talk to God, man. You got to get yourself some help along the way. Nothing is bigger than prayer. There is nothing bigger than prayer. Prayer will help you overcome the pressure. Prayer will help you stay persistent. And Lord have mercy, prayer will help you persevere. Them is the four Ps. God gave that to me. I'm passing it on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I've got sunshine. Hey, on a cloudy day, when it's cold outside, I got the month of May. Well, I guess you say, what can make me feel this way? My response is, my girl. What you talking about, Steve? I'm talking about my girl. Who? My girl. That goes for everybody. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show, y'all. Popped it off just like that. The components of this show is Shirley Strawberry, the wonderful Carla Pharrell, the girl out of Mississippi, Monica, that uh, junior, Kill Spates, the legend that is, nephew Tommy, and of course, yours truly. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Junior, what's on your mind today? Uncle, let me ask you something now. We got mm-hmm. to get this right because when we, when we reconvene on Monday... It's the big day. It's going to be Valentine's Day. Could yes. you please go through a series of do's and don'ts for these men? Because the game is on Sunday, and Valentine's Day is the very next day. Well, I have told y'all, be warned, fellas. Be warned. You have mm-hmm. to create the appearance that Valentine's Day is more important than that damn Super Bowl. Now, I know in your eyes it ain't. I know in your heart it ain't. I know this. But I am telling you, because the NFL has added that extra game, it has moved Super Bowl back a week. Now it's all up in Valentine's Day. (laughs) This is a trick. 
You have got to make <laughs> setup. Valentine's. I'm telling you, man, the NFL, man, they they done, they messed they self up. Cause who is the NFL? A bunch of damn men with yeah. these stupid ass. So now, listen to me. You have got to make Valentine's Day appeal bigger than the Super Bowl. How I'm gonna do that, Steve? I don't know. I just know you got to do it. I don't give a damn what you got to do because there's too many particulars out here. But all this effort you putting into these Super Bowl parties, yeah, you got to put that same effort into the next day. Now, yeah. see, a lot of y'all have shot your budget on this Super Bowl. <laughs> now, I told you because you didn't think this out because you got all this money going into the Super Bowl party. And see, you got see, you can't do no tricky stuff like I was going to suggest that you do something real romantic at halftime in front of everybody for your girl. But you can't this year, cause this about one of the damn near biggest halftime shows. Cause you cut uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem off. And yeah. you, everybody at your house gonna have a problem with your ass. Probably including your wife or girl. So now yeah. you don't have that to do. Yeah. And you can't do nothing after the game cause you are gonna be tired and y'all got to clean the house up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am warning you, this could mm. be one of the best disastrous weekends in the history of sports and Valentine's Day. Because for the first time, the big game and the big day is right back to back. I feel hey, sorry for y'all. Uncle Steve has spoken. Perfect yes, so yeah. glad I ain't you, boy. I done pulled I my ass song. into this Valentine's Day. <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, uh, we'll hear from the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time to run that prank back with the nephew. Hey, Neff, what you got? First of all, I'm in Huntsville, Alabama. Y'all got to understand, I'm not where y'all at. No, I'm just, that, this is not a normal morning for me. All okay? Right. Yes, I'm fresh off the mic from last night. That's so stupid, it's still in my veins. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's pumping, it's flowing, it's going. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, let's get on right into the stupid business this morning. This prank is uh, you in Super Bowl. Where? Oh, stand-up comedy live comedy uh, club, Uncle Steve. Yeah. Are you there tonight, too? Tonight, two tonight, two tomorrow. Back home for the Super Bowl, ready for Valentine's on Monday. I, I got my plan together. I done bought okay. something already. I got dinner set already. I ain't really stupid. To be honest mm. with you. Okay. Well, let me put that's not stupid hat back on. Silence. You're fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not true, but go ahead, though. Right. You yeah. just playing This right here is the yeah. Super Bowl yeah. trip. <laughs> right, call this is the Super Bowl trip. Yeah. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Martina, please. Oh, she's not in right at the moment. Can I take a message or something I can help you with? Uh, actually, I'm uh, giving a call to make sure I'm uh, double-checking on confirmation for Mr. and Mrs. No, man, no. Uh, that may be a mistake because she's going by herself. I'm not going, so that just should be, should, that should be Mrs. That's all. Oh, okay. All right, well, I, t I tell you what, we have we have her schedule. We wanted to make sure we gave the confirmation. And, uh, you know, with a big weekend like this, we're double-checking and making sure everybody's actually coming and getting their grooms because you know you're subject to get charged for it. And we definitely have the honeymoon suite waiting on her. Oh, oh honeymoon suite? Man, we've been married 17 years. What you talking about, honeymoon suite? Well, we got you. You, you, um, you say Mr. and Mrs. What's the name on that? Miss Martina Is that right? Yeah, that's my wife, yeah. All right, and we've got Tony as well. Who the, what, who the is Tony? My name is Vernon. 
Say what now? My name is Vernon. Who the hell is Tony? So I'm. Wow. We we have we're this is I think uh, I got the wrong one. I think y'all got the wrong one, man. Okay. Did did you guys make reservations here at the hotel and for the Super Bowl weekend? My wife is going to this weekend to be with her sick auntie. That's what she told me. Now I don't know nothing about no. And those, but you know what? Yeah, keep talking to me. Yeah, okay, player, keep talking to me because uh, this is getting real interesting right here. She's coming to for the. Well, to the I, I, have, I have, I have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Martina and Tony. They're coming. We have the uh, honeymoon suite here for the Super Bowl weekend. Checking in tomorrow and checking out on Monday. Oh no, you know what? This is the right here because see, like I said, she told me she was going to see her sick auntie, and I told her, "Cool, I paid for the damn ticket myself. I got my tax return back, and I paid for it my damn self." So she can go out there, and you telling me this half of the made reservations and I mean, what the hell? I mean, no, uh-uh. Uh, 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 Victor, Victor, what's your name again? But my name is Vernon. Okay, Mr. Vernon, sir. I, I, first of all, I do apologize. I'm just a, you know, I, I'm, I'm work here in 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 the uh, reservations, and basically they just got us calling because it's a big weekend and. You know, if you if you don't come in, you, you, your car will definitely get charged. Man, so they got to double check. Not, you know what? Well, y'all better not charge nothing to my car. Don't charge. Matter of fact, I want to cancel this reservation. She can fall back in as far as I'm concerned. This is the. Let her walk up in here right now. Let her walk up in here right now because see, this is this. Is okay, crazy. sir. So let's let's just slow. Let's slow down a minute. Let's slow down. Maybe there's just a mistake here. I mean, uh, no, man. Uh, uh-uh. uh. The, the honeymoon suite at the. No wonder she told. No wonder I'm like she told me she needed two hundred dollars for them hotel me for the hotel room. Yeah, well, actually, it's uh, well, they must be splitting in here. It's 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 about four hundred something a night for this room. Excuse me, she didn't pay that much for my damn wedding ring. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Well, I tell you what, sir. I, is there any way I can I can call back and speak to Martina so you I can? I never in life call back to this. Okay, because see, if you call back here talking about this. Because, see, I don't even normally answer this phone, okay? This is her phone. She went to go run an errand for me. And, but don't you never call this phone back again because, see, she ain't coming to Not this lifetime she's not. But, uh, I, I, you know what? I want to thank you, though. I appreciate you letting me in on what was up. Yeah, knew it. Okay, okay. Mr. Vernon, can you slow down some, man? Hang on. Okay? Now, listen. What I have to do is I have to talk to the person that made the reservation in order to cancel it. No, but you I can talk to me. Speak to you, me. You can cancel this right now. But I need to hear that from Miss Martina okay. that it's canceled. Trust me, when she get back, she's going to be able to talk to you. You can cancel it now. I'm telling you now, cancel it. It ain't going to be no honeymoon, okay? We've been married for 17 years. We got four kids. And I'm sitting back here, stop, cancel it now. I'm telling you to cancel it. I cannot cancel it without speaking to her. I tell you what, you, your best bet is to cancel that. Because if you put a charge on it, I'm going to drive to and find Joe. What's your name? Excuse me? What's your name? I'm Brian, sir. Brian, if there's one charge on my critical, I will find you. Okay, sir. Well, let me find Brian, you. Do you have Tony's number where I can call him and maybe? Man, you know what? You know what? I will have Tony's number in a minute because I got her phone. I'm just going through it and find it because this is some And she's going to be in with Tony. So if you call back here, you're not going to get her because she's going to be over there with that. Okay, sir. Now, there's one more person that's on the, that's scheduled on the room. What? Uh, one more person? What are they doing? A threesome? Uh, I'm not sure. Now I've got another person on the, on schedule on here. This can't get no worse. Come on with it. You want the? I'm sorry. You want the name of the? Yeah, other I person want the name. Room? Yes. Come on with it. You didn't tell me everything else. Okay, I got a a uh, somebody named nephew Tommy. Excuse me. <laughs> hey man. 
Got to hear. Vernon, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Your wife got me to prank phone call you. Oh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm going to DNA out there. <laughs> the DNA out of this is. <laughs> hey, man. Okay, that's who she been talking to on the phone. Yup. All right. Okay. Yeah, you got me. You got me. You got me. Hey. I gotta ask you, what is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest man, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, former CNN anchor Chris Cuomo is demanding a $60 million settlement. Okay. Get your Uh money. uh Well, it's going to be 18, but he switched that thing up. And President Biden's administration will not disperse crack pipes to the public. Okay. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. Yeah. Yeah. You heard me. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is here. Let's get to it. Riley writes, I'm 43, and I've always had a weird relationship with my mother. I feel like she's always been in competition with me for attention. After I got married, she bonded with my husband, and they talk and text a lot. My husband knows it hurts me to the core, but he still does it. Am I wrong for being jealous about this? A mama dog? I don't really <laughs> normally recommend this, but I've grown as a person. What? Uh, you need some type of therapy. The daughter? Yeah, because I, something happened. I, and now you jealous of your husband texting your mama. I mean, <laughs> what? I mean, if, if if and he knows it hurts you to the core, but he does it anyway. I, I, I See... Either you're overplaying it or other people don't understand the severity of what's going on in your head. And I'm not, I ain't been to no therapy school or nothing, but something in there is going on and you need to go get some things worked out because obviously this dude cannot know that this hurts you this deeply and he keeps doing it because he got to be going I'm texting your mama back and you don't want me to because the average person would love for their husband to have a great relationship with their mother. Mother That would be, that would make the family so nice if everybody got along. You don't want them to get along because you don't get along with your mama. It's something wrong with you. Now, if him and your mama is dating, Mm. now we have another problem. But I don't think it's going there. Now, unless your mama that weird where she done took your man. Mm. Your yeah. mama, though? <laughs> that has happened. I Very rarely do you meet the mama that's finer than the daughter. Very rarely. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. But rarely, though. Ooh, that's rare. <laughs> All right, moving on. To, so, Ooh, that's rare. So you're saying therapy. You're recommending <laughs> there, some sort of therapy for this family. I'm going to tell you right now. All my exes, every girlfriend I've ever had, they mama was safe. Know that. <laughs> never crossed my mind. I ain't never looked over there and went, all right, now, never. Hey, mama. All of them. All right. all right, moving on to Monique in Toledo. 
Monique in Toledo says, I think my husband's cheating, so I switched our Amex cards last month, and I was able to see his purchases on the Amex app. He had several $60 to $70 lunches, and he got a $200 cash advance that he didn't mention to me. I put his card back, and now I'm going crazy. Does this sound suspect to you? Not at all. Not at all. No, I eat a whole lot of time where lunch would be way more than $70. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. So I don't, you tripping. Then the $200 cash advance, he ain't tell you about. See, right there. I, You know, if both y'all working, but and this man got to tell you about how he took two hundred. Y'all got some other issues. Yeah, I mean, that's really, a lot of money, two hundred dollars, and not telling us sixty. That's, that's okay, but for lunch yeah. every okay. day, sixty dollars. No, that's, she, she said I noticed several. a couple of several, several but mm-hmm. see, that's here we go. Problem. See how this see see how we have a suspicious uh, person on our panel here <laughs> uh-uh. that didn't pick this man's life apart and to get these couple divorced over some BS like this here. <laughs> now, I didn't want to play rich boy on the show, but let's just go over you this did. how much two hundred dollars really is. Tommy said two hundred. That ain't but two hundred dollars. You said two hundred dollars, lot of money. So I'm gonna stay out of that one. <laughs> Because my opinion of what 200 is ain't going to come into play right now. If $200 is fitting to break up y'all's marriage, <laughs> it is pretty much over. Because if you mess around and do $500, I know good and hell where we drawing up some papers then. Okay. I ain't even so know you're saying do it. it doesn't sound suspect I didn't know you could you. take it off Amex. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. You're saying it doesn't sound suspect to you, CLO. Not right. to me. All right, Judith in Mansfield says, for Valentine's Day, I asked my husband for a couple's massage. He said we both gained weight and that's not sexy, so I need to find something else to do. So when he tried to have sex, I told him to go find something else to do. Hmm. Why did he wait till right before Valentine's Day to tell me I'm overweight? Oh, this fool's stupid. Yeah, he didn't. Well, he is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> for telling you that y'all both overweight and that ain't sexy. Go find I do else. appreciate the fact that he threw himself in it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, this statement you made when he wanted to have sex, when you told him to go find something else to do, mm-hmm. uh, like he, he very well could do that. <laughs> and now, uh, not that he's supposed to, but don't pass out invitations that you don't want people to accept. I would just say that to you. Now, why did he wait before Valentine's to tell you you overweight? Let's stop this right here. Do it really matter that it's Valentine's Day that he told you that? Or does it matter that you've gained the weight, both of y'all? Could have been well, now, both of y'all have set your big ass up there. You know, Valentine's Day ain't, is close right after the holidays. Y'all in eight th- Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's parties. And y'all have just bought a little membership at the gym, and it ain't kicked in yet. And your ass, let, let's just tell you, your ass is overweight, and so is he. Why it did he wait to Valentine's Day? No, it ain't kicked in yet. You can't go to the gym two weeks and get slim. Yeah. And then y'all have missed three days and stuff because y'all are having burger night, and then Super Bowl finna come up and set all that workout back because y'all finna eat all this again. So really, lady, come on now. You and him are overweight. And the fact that he told you right for Valentine's Day, what that got to do with it? Now, you she all should just act as a couple. Massage, well, don't nobody want to do that. <laughs> but but here go a sign. Oh, that ain't sexy when sign. you look over there and everybody hanging off the table. <laughs> yeah. If you can't tuck that blanket under you, if they can't get that blanket tucked under yeah. you, y'all don't need to be in there on that table. 
I'm yeah. just telling if, you. If part of the massage is lifting a side of your body up and putting it back on the table, <laughs> if that's part of I'm the like massage, so yeah, this, meat this is too much. <laughs> you know, if you know, if you lay on like when y'all flip over and you lay on your back, and then the lady got to take your breast and set it back up on your stomach, <laughs> that, that don't nobody won't see that. <laughs> don't nobody won't see that. I'm just trying to tell you that. Now. <laughs> just all I'm saying. We got some briskets in here today. So, I, so I think your husband got a point right here. No need you being mad at him about that. <laughs> all right, thank you, Theolo. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you. <laughs> Set your breast back on your chest. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve Harvey Nation, we've got a new sweepstakes this week. Enter the Steve Harvey Morning Show Silk Sonic Vegas Flyaway for your chance to win an evening with Silk Sonic. That is, of course, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack at Las Vegas's Dolby Live Theater. One lucky person and their guest will receive round-trip airfare to Las Vegas, two nights hotel accommodations at the Park MGM, and two tickets to an evening with Silk Sonic. Uh, enter and get rules at steveharveyfm.com. Again, that is steveharveyfm.com for all the info. I hope it's you. Well, really, I hope it's me, but I hope it's you. I do. I do. I want you to go. <laughs> yeah, we need to go with him. So we can I know. <laughs> for real. Let's do a road trip to Vegas. Let's do that. Yeah, go Let's see do Bruno it. Woo! Yeah. We haven't done it in so <laughs> long. I can't wait. Let's what? Let's, Let's do yeah, a road trip to Vegas. Okay, now let me ask just one question. Who has to pay for this? The person that just everybody pay for themselves. Everybody pay for themselves. I'll meet you there. I'm good. No wait, hold up, Tommy. Hold up, hold up, man. Let me let me let me back this up. Okay. I'm not. We only have one. Have rich people on the show. Well, hold on. Listen to me. What if I think that I've been a fairly hold up, Steve. Wait a minute. Don't run over there. Go ahead. What was that? What that means, Sharon? One and a half rich people, you know what that means. <laughs> no, no, explain you know what it, that sir. Means. I missed okay. that Well, one we know who the one is. Yeah, we know who okay. the one so is. Who the little, little half-ass <laughs> rich is? Who is that? So now, we got to do process of elimination. <laughs> we know who the one is. <laughs> who the little half-ass rich is? Who is that? <laughs> when you throw a you rock. You know who it is. You're wasting valuable time about our Go ahead. Trip. Go on. Go on. Uh, okay. <laughs> So I have an idea. I think, and I, this is not bragging, but I think I've been a fairly decent boss over the years with yeah, trips. You have. We've done Africa. We've done Paris. We Multiple just times. did Dubai. Dubai. Paris Mexico. was a wonderful experience. We've done Mexico. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We've, done Bahamas. We've done Saint Thomas. We've done. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let's go. Hawaii. I think that Tommy. Since he said we should do a road trip to Vegas, I think it's time for Tommy to step up and take care of. Uh, you don't have to take care of me. I'll take care of myself. Yeah, yeah I'm cool. And, I got uh, you. Yeah, but, and Junior, you got you? Yeah, I got I don't you. want him to take so, care of uh, <laughs> No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it don't be right, Carla. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I thought we were all gonna he take gonna put care us of downtown. Yeah. yeah. Downtown. Y'all gonna be Carla, staying we're at gonna the, have the room hey. together. We're gonna yeah. Y'all gonna be staying room. at the Golden Nugget. Yeah. Right. 
You come out your hotel being at the nugget. What's wrong with that? You come out your hotel superheroes in front of your hotel. He got no transport. We at the girls love to stay together. So a nice room with two double beds, they fine with that. They good. No, no, that's okay. We're all going to Boy, they said we don't want him. This. We don't want him to take care of this team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We, all right, coach. Coach. we should take care of you. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. No, no, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't you volunteer that. Don't, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen to me. All right, this is what we'll we do. Buy him a meal in Vegas. Okay, let's do this. no name on it. Let's take the morning show to Vegas. Okay. Okay. But now here's the deal. We have to go before. For March 15th. Okay, we can do that. That's, that's like 30 some days. We have to go before March 15th. Oh, I we sure can can't pay February for them if we, less than, if we less than 30 days. I sure can't pay for them. <laughs> Why? I get mine I way out there. Uh-uh. You, you don't have five on it, Tommy? <laughs> five? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Let's let go. me extend March 15th, it. we're ready. Okay, hold on, let me extend it. To April, let me look at my calendar. To April, we could go up into. Okay, oh, we cancel the trip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, because I already know him. Mm-mm. I'm not finna get into this with him. Mm-mm. Okay, hold on. Well, he ain't gotta go. go. Yeah. I'm good. Let me go. To, go. Let me. I got it. Let me pull up Southwest right quick. What day you talking about? <laughs> No, New Airline Spirit and Frontier. Oh, Frontier, front, Frontier Spirit. Jesus. <laughs> see, Steve, you see? I'm not mm. doing that. Mm. Not do that. All right, we're going to get a date on for real. We're okay. going. And you, you talking that. about Vegas, you the one. <laughs> going to be out all night. <laughs> Girl, he, he will stay Look out. at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in here. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to come in absolutely toe down. The late night snack. All right, let me go. While you're doing that, I'm going to get to this Chris Cuomo story really quickly. He wants $60 million uh, in his exit from CNN. Um, Page Six is reporting that Chris is not backing down in this battle with CNN. Uh, He was fired, you know, back in December for helping his brother fend off sexual harassment allegations. Uh, And he's ready to dig his heels in by claiming that his former boss, Jeff Zucker, who just uh, quit last week, not only knew about Chris's dealings with uh, his brother, Andrew Cuomo, but that Zucker had his own inappropriate dealings with him. So Chris Cuomo had, um, he has $18 million left on his contract. He wants 60 now, $60 million. And uh, a source says he wants Megyn Kelly money. Remember, she got it. Got well, give me Secure 30, the I'm bag, gonna get a, Chris. Yeah. Secure the bag. Get it, Chris. 60? They should have never fired him. Watch me take care of my brother when I get to 60. Watch me do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's talking about perhaps running for office again. Okay. Oh, really? mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, uh, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, a, Congre- a, t- a Kentucky congressman tells an Ohio congresswoman to kiss his behind, and he did not say behind. We'll be back right after this. What did he say, Shirley? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Democratic Congresswoman Joyce Beatty of Ohio put Republican Congressman Hal Rogers of Kentucky on blast. Now, this is after he poked her in the back and told her to kiss my... 
Ass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> While boarding the U.S. Capitol subway system, this happened. Beatty, who chairs the Congressional Black Caucus, said in a string of tweets, Today, while heading to the White House floor for votes, I respectfully asked my colleague, Representative Hal, Ro- Hal Rogers, to put on a mask while boarding the train. He then poked my back, demanding I get on the train. When I asked him not to touch me, he responded, kiss my ass. Baby went on to say that this is the kind of disrespect we've been fighting for years and indicative of the larger issue we have with GOP members flaunting health and safety mandates designed to keep us and our staff safe. Beatty continued, when you are ready to grow up and apologize for your behavior, you know where to find me. Now, Rogers later told CNN, my words were not acceptable, and he said he apologized to Beatty on the House floor, and he expressed his regret to her first and foremost. So there you well, go. that ain't enough. Now, we're going to do a reenactment <laughs> of how this conversation could have went. Okay. The black lady and the hillbilly from Kentucky. Tommy's the hillbilly, and I'm going to be the woman from the old oh. woman. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay. You know what, Joyce? You can kiss my ass is what you can do. I tell you what. Pull a little flat pancake-looking thing out. <laughs> pull it out. What? what? Wait, what? what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, you said kiss your ass, didn't you? And I, seeing as I, how I, you ain't got no ass, what what is you wanting me to do exactly? I, I, it's just a figure of speech is what it is, Joyce. No, a figure is people who have one. You don't. <laughs> and figure of speech, I guess you figure you could tell that to me. Well, you figured wrong. Now, I'm from Kentucky. You're going to respect me now. You put some speck on my name, Joyce. I mean that. <laughs> you ain't bird, man. <laughs> what that supposed to mean? You scaring nobody? Any, you must think you, you done rolled up on the Breakfast Club or something. That ain't who you is. I, I'm from Kentucky. Me and McConnell will poke our finger anywhere we want to poke it. I tell you that right now. McConnell ass so old he don't he he lost his ass thirty years ago. <laughs> starting you too, ain't you? You starting to scare me now. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to square off on you, but I will. I tell you that right now. I will square I tell off you, on you. Listen to me. If you raise your hand to me, I'm going home getting my uncle. And when he come back, you ain't going to believe how square, how how little a hole he can fit your whole ass in. You ain't even going to uh, believe it. Okay. Uh, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. He going to pack your little flat ass in your car ashtray is what he going to do. <laughs> There's a new comedian on the horizon, and uh, you guys know him, but not as a comedian. We'll tell you who it is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, rapper, actor, reality star, T.I., that's right, T.I. took to the stage at the Laugh Factory in West Hollywood last weekend to try what? out mm-hmm, stand-up comedy. That's right. And yep. to practice, yep, he's practicing for a big comedy debut uh, that went down last night, okay? T.I. was a special guest at Shaq's annual All-Star Comedy Jam at the Microsoft Theater in L.A. last night. Uh, it featured comedians... Uh, like Earthquake, Monique, D-Ray Davis, Bill Bellamy, and Michael Blackson. Earthquake vouched for T.I. by saying T.I. is definitely putting in the work on stage. T.I. is also still rapping, and he has a new album on the way. So rap, add com- comedian to his credits now. If Earthquake said, I believe it. 
Well, earthquake vouch for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quake is a beast now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if what anyone should, should, right? Go ahead, tip. I didn't know he had it in him. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's an he, actor, you know. Yeah, he's an yeah, actor. Yeah, I know he likes words. He's a wordsmith. I know that. He's yeah. funny on his reality show. When I look at it, I, I, he was always funny on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His kids. Oh, yeah. Steve, did T.I. ever reach out to you, or have you talked to him? Because I'm sure he's wanted to or tried to sit down with some greats doing this. He's smart enough to know that for sure. Uh, the, you know, he's talked to a, a lot of uh, top-level people. Uh, you know, it's 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 a hard feel. It's a very very hard feel, and uh, it, you got to put in a lot of time to be to get really good at this, and then you have to be gifted at it. And so, you know, I haven't seen enough of what Tip is doing. Uh, Without a doubt, he's born with, he has the stage presence. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not a fear. He has that. Yeah. Um, it's just now putting together that set that travels and that set that can make money. And then I just, I would have to know what tips, you know, just what his, what his aim is. I mean, what's the goal? You know, if it's a hobby, then it's cool. You know, if you're trying mm-hmm. to, Earn a living at it and make money and become one of the talked about uh, people that do it, then that's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. But, you know, he has the name recognition already, got name value. He already has stage presence. He already has timing. Mm-hmm. He's born with timing. These rappers, man, are some of the most gifted people in terms of timing. Mm-hmm. You know how to how to, just timing is you can't be you can't teach timing. Mm-hmm. You know you can't teach timing. That's what makes some of them sound so melodic and so rhythmic. Mm-hmm. And you know you just right. can't storytellers and all. Yeah, that you know, man. So they know how to put stuff together. So he has a lot of that going for him already. Okay. So you know he has that in him. I know. Mm-hmm. Now putting together a set, thirty minutes. A whole nother animal. I just have to see what he's doing. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. But this is it. I, 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 I don't listen to me. This ain't nothing. You just run over here and, and, and then you finna do now. Mm-hmm. Unless, like work. earthquakes say, you got to put in a bunch of work. They got to call your name, name a bunch of times before you can understand the stand up thing. Yeah, and that's what earthquake said that uh, Ti is definitely putting in the work on stage. So. Wow, I can't wait to see him. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, I do. I want to yeah, see him. Yeah, yeah. check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. Congrats, congrats. Yeah. Bring him out. Bring him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we speak, reinventing himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be on a show with Earthquake and Monique, D-Ray Davis, Bill Bellamy, Michael Blackson, that's big. That's pretty big. Yeah. And we don't study. know you as a comedian. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, if all else fails, start rapping. If it all go to hell, start rapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get out there, you, 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 get a, on, you ain't getting a chuckle you listening for. Get to rapping. Come bring it back. <laughs> you got to you gotta That's back a way up, out. Tommy. You just got to have a way out just in case. Just get to rapping. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations to T.I., 
Congratulations. Coming up next, it is the nephew who said, start rapping if it all goes south. All right, the nephew is coming up with the prank phone call for today right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up in about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is sexy and 70, but he stutters. Okay, mm. we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here for today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Shirley, before I get him to title of the prank, can I ask you something? Why? Uh, why you look like mahogany this morning with this, uh, all this, mahogany? yeah, this fur, this whole. You mean Diana Ross? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you, you. You took it as a compliment. Mm, okay. I did. Um, <laughs> I know Frank of the day, let's go, cat dog. Compliment. <laughs> <laughs> this is Valentine's Day delivery. Valentine's Day delivery. Let's go, cat dog. Hello, hello. Uh, my name is Eric. I gotta. I'm giving you guys a call. I got a delivery. I gotta make there tomorrow for Valentine's. For who? Kendra. Kendra. Yeah, Kendra lives here. That's my wife. But uh. I didn't order. I didn't order anything for from for, for oh, her for God. Valentine's Day. I, I'm supposed to be there between seven and seven thirty. You guys are first on my list tomorrow morning for Valentine's, and I got like seven, eight boxes here that's uh, that's coming to you all's place. So, uh, all right, I let can me, I... let me let me let me ask you this: Are you at six West Dawn? Is that you? Yeah, that's me. But uh, again, there's. There must be some clerical error or typo because, uh, like I just told you, man, I didn't boxes in Canada. Uh, well, it's about seven boxes, but I mean, it, I mean, let's just looking at the total here. It adds up to about six hundred something dollars. I mean, I got flowers. No, no, partner, we just gonna. I'm just gonna take her to dinner and we just gonna do our thing. But there was, there was, there was no delivery scheduled from me. No, especially not at. At, at seven o'clock, at the, no, partner, you got it. it there's something wrong. Well, are you are you, are you not going to be there? Are you not going to be there tomorrow morning, sir? Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be here. But uh, as far as accepting a, a delivery that I didn't order and didn't pay for, that's not happening, man. Well, let me say this: I got flowers, two boxes that are lingerie, several boxes that are sex toys. What? I have all that stuff. I have all that stuff loaded to be delivered tomorrow at seven a.m. And oh, uh, dude! I'm, obviously, there's a communication breakdown between you and me, Claire, uh, because uh, I didn't order that. And right, but really, but you're telling me I have the. But what, the problem I'm having is that you're telling me I have the right address. You know the name of the person, Kendra, which is your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. So far, so good, man. But. uh as far as me ordering that, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not accepting it because I didn't pay for it. I did not order well, it. I mean, it's all, I mean, it's already, it's already paid. Let me, <laughs> let me just look at the name here on the. Uh, here it is. Here it is, right here. Okay, we got Devin. Who'd you say? I said Devin. Yeah. That's that's who uh, made the purchase. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, that's my wife's ex-husband. So either you and him are in cahoots with each other to do this and, and, and try to upset me, but guess what? You succeeded. All right, so I'm going to make this as plain no, as No, no, hang on, hang on, sir. No, no, hang on, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no I listen to you. I listen to you, so you listen to me. This is what I want to make abundantly clear to you. I understand you have a job to do. 
But if you bring those roses and all of that stuff past my house tomorrow, this is what's going to happen. Those roses, those thorns, I'm going to put them somewhere so far up your rear end that the only way that they see sunshine is when you open your mouth. So do not, I repeat, do not, you and Devin, y'all can take this and you can do whatever y'all want with it. Y'all can play with the sex toys. Y'all can do whatever you want to, red roses, petals, and all that other stuff. Y'all can do what you need to. Do not show up at my crib tomorrow because it ain't going to be a happy Valentine's Day for nobody involved. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, here's the deal. As a delivery person, I am obligated to make the drop. I have to make this drop, or then I don't get, you know, I get chewed out that I didn't do my job. Cause this stuff okay, so what would, what would you rather be chewed, chewed out or have thorns up your rear end? Hey, hey, since slow, you, let's slow down. Let's slow down here. What you're not going to do is tell hold me on. what you're going to do to some flowers. You, you bring up my rear end. Bring, okay, all right. I won't do the flowers. I'll use the sex toys for you. So you got a choice. Hey, hey, man, hey, you either got okay, flowers you, or you, sex toys. You, you, let's, let, me, let me say this, Mr. Isaiah. Flowers or be, sex toys. I'm toy. trying to be as professional as possible. You and I'm trying to be as cool as possible, but you ain't listening to me. Do no, not I'm bring not a delivery. You. Okay, you can drop them off at the curb. Then you get credit for it. And whoever walked past and up and down the street, they can pick it up. But do not come to my front door and ring my doorbell asking me to sign and accept nothing. It ain't I have happening. to drop them off at the door, sir. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, I'm no, telling you now, no. I got to okay. drop them off at the door. The problem no. I'm having is you telling me you're going to stick some flowers up my ass. Now we got a problem. Just listening to this whole scenario, I'm just curious. Is it possible that maybe Devin does something for her that you don't do? Hey man, you what? What? Where, where are you going at with this? All I'm telling you is to mind your business and don't make this drop. Don't. Why am I delivering stuff that Devin? Sure, I'll do that. Why am I delivering stuff that Devin has purchased for her? Yes, what? In a, in a you need sexual to ask Devin. Why, why, you need to ask Devin because he better not show his face up over here. You can take it home and give it to your girl if you want to. You I'm not giving my girl anything that yeah. I didn't buy for yeah. her. I'm not doing that. How you think? So if you if you're not gonna give your girl anything that you didn't buy for, why am I gonna accept something for my girl that I didn't buy for? I, I ain't, I ain't telling you that you gotta accept it. All I'm saying is I, I got to make my delivery. delivery. If you bring it to my house, I gotta accept it. And I'm telling you now, don't even bring it to my house. Maybe maybe Mr. Devin know what she likes. She looks like she looks like, uh-huh. like obviously she, she don't like, like him no more. She you must be like an employee of the flower delivery person, just like he, her ex-husband. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing these boxes Whooping. That's all okay, I got to I'm, say. Two I'm, words for I'm you. I'm bringing these tomorrow. Whooping. So you might as well come on now so you can go home after you get this ass whooping. Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me tell you this. At the end of the day, I'm going to say this here. Tommy already told me your ass was going to do something like this. He told me Who? that. Who'd you say? Who the hell Tommy already told me you was going to act like Dude. this. Who the hell is Tommy? Nephew Tommy, Isaiah. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And guess what, Isaiah? Your girl, Kendra, got me to prank phone call you. You know what? (laughs) You, Kendra, and Devin, all of y'all can show up tomorrow, and all of y'all going to get portions of this Valentine's Day. Ooh. <laughs>
you got to give brother a chance to cool down now, man. I... <laughs> to my sweet one and only, Kendra, with all that is in me, I love you, baby girl. To death do us part. And it almost came early. But I love you. <laughs> Oh, man. Come on, baby. Come on, come on, come Ooh, on. That's how you do it. Thorn. Come on, man. Okay. I'm just trying to do my part. This is my job. My job <laughs> is just to get the boxes where they need to go. That's my uh-huh. job. But okay. he was crystal clear yeah. about the flowers and where they, yeah. where they were going. Where, where we going to put them? With these stones. <laughs> to you. <laughs> stupid all weekend. I was stupid last night. Going to be stupid some more. Next weekend, laying in the cut, Baltimore Comedy Factory. February 17th, 18th, 19th. Tickets running like crazy already because they know stupid is on the way. Boy, stupid on the come around. Uh, let me tell you something. Once every five, six years, stupid come around. It's like Haley's comedy. Every four, five years, stupid come around. Here it is. You know what I'm saying? Here it is. Stupid mm-hmm. coming. Well, what you call it when you come around? <laughs> Same thing. Stupid. Because <laughs> you come around daily. way more than that comic, dude. <laughs> I'm talking about daily. <laughs> Damn. Air J. You're not going to put this off on the comic. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> Man. Yes, sir. All right. Coming up next, it is the strawberry letter. Sexy and 70, but he still stutters. Sexy and 70, but he stutters. That is the subject. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, sex, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. That's all you got to do. And you never know, your letter could be read live on the air, just like this one right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Come on, nephew. I mean, Jim. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, Junior. Subject, sexy and 70, but he stutters. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 62-year-old female in a relationship with a 70-year-old man that is sexy as heck. He loves his tailored suits, and he's got that salt and pepper beard that drives me crazy. For years, he has pursued me, but he was in a relationship, so I didn't take him seriously. Most of our exchanges were over texts and uh, for three years until he coerced me into giving him my address and he started sending me flowers and expensive gifts. I was perplexed at first because he didn't want anything in exchange. I asked him why he never made a move and he told me that he's so nervous around me he can't even speak, let alone come in for a kiss. He texted me a few months ago and said he and his girlfriend broke up. So I invited him over for a cocktail. He came and we talked and had a good time. Uh, He said the alcohol relaxed him so he wasn't as nervous. A few weeks after that, he was over to the house and we finally kissed and then ended up in my bed. He was very nervous and sweaty, so I took it easy on him. When he tried to talk sexy to me, it came out as a stutter. He started sweating bullets, so I kept on doing anything I could to let him know it was okay and I would take it easy on him. I took off my clothes, and he couldn't get one word out without stuttering. It made for a long night, and he would not stop trying to talk while we were being intimate. I decided to tune him out so I could stay focused because it was bad. The sex wasn't bad. His sexy talk was bad. 
He put it down, and he's a great lover, but I need him to hush when we're doing it. This happened a few more times during intimacy. He talks fine any other time, so how do I help him relax before sex? Am I way too much for him? I don't think that you're necessarily way too much for him. I just think he's he just is so into you, he gets really nervous. But, you know, I also say that you, you have a man now that treats you well, dresses well, gives you expensive gifts, he's sexy, you say, and he's a great lover. These are all your words. But he stutters, and, and that's the only thing wrong with him, and he stutters, but he only does it during intimacy. I, I don't think... I don't see that as such a huge problem. I mean, did you hear the part where you wrote that he gives you expensive gifts and he's sexy and a great lover and all that? I I just think this man is is so very nervous around you. He's been after you for, what, three years, you say? He's been trying to pursue you, and now he's finally got you? He can't believe that he's actually with you. I mean, (laughs) this means a whole lot to him, Uh, and he just gets too excited. Uh, That's what I think it is. I mean, that's a high compliment to you and the woman you are in his life. He really, really likes you. So I I just say to you, give him time. Have some real conversations with him. Talk about, you know, how you really feel. You both are grown. You're 62. He's 70. Um, You know, throw a couple of cocktails in there like you did before. Relax him a bit. Um, and, and let him get his nerves under control. I just say give him a chance. Be patient with him. He sounds like a really nice older gentleman, and you guys could be good together. Steve? This is a perfect letter for me because I am a former stutterer. Right. And I had a severe stutter. <laughs> and just like this man, I didn't stutter all the time. I only stuttered outside my house and when I wasn't around my friends. Now, if I was around my friends, people I knew and I was comfortable around, no stutter. I went to church, stutter. I went to school, stutter. Anytime I went to an event that I was out of my comfort zone, I stuttered. So this is a perfect letter for me. I know exactly what's happening. I'm finna help you out. Uh, You're a 58-year-old a uh, 62-year-old female in your relationship with a 7-year-old man that is sexy as heck. Got his suits on, everything. You know, uh, salt and pepper beard that drives you crazy. And you say for years he pursued you, but he was in a relationship, so I didn't take him seriously. And you said most of our exchanges were over text for three years until he coerced me into giving him my address and he started sending flowers and expensive gifts. I was perplexed at first because he didn't want anything in exchange. Yes, he did. What, what, ladies, men don't do things for nothing. Everything we do is for a reason. What, what's, what, what part of that don't you get? And you're too old to think a man is sending you flowers and gifts and doing wonderful things for you in Texas and he don't want anything in exchange. Yes, he does. He's just a grown man. He planting seeds. He putting seeds in the ground and covering them with dirt. He is planning on one day reaping a harvest from the seeds he's planted. All right. This is what grown men do. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
unlike young boys who, as soon as they throw a seed in the ground, they want to pull the dirt back off of it and eat the seed and wonder why it ain't nothing to it. Well, because you didn't let it turn into nothing. And then you gave him the seed without allowing it to grow into nothing. Now you mad because he didn't ate the seed. Now he gone and the seed gone. And it's a hole in there. Hold on, hold on. Now he done left a hole in the dirt. Oh, I'm preaching today. Oh, yes, you are. Amen, amen. You better hear me now. (laughs) All right, we'll have part two of Steve's sermon coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject for today's Strawberry Letters, Sexy and 70, but he stutters. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve, former stutterer. Uh, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Sexy and 70, but 60, he stutters. 62-year-old Se- woman in relationship with a sexy 70-year-old man, salt and pepper beard drive absolutely crazy. This man been running after her for three years, but he in a relationship, so he, she never took the man seriously. Finally, he coerced her into giving him his address, and then all of a sudden he started sending flowers and gifts to the house, and she said she was perplexed at first because he didn't want anything in exchange. And I told you before, yes, he did. He wanted something in change, but he is he old school player. He been planting seeds. All them gifts and all them stuff he been sending to the house and all them texts was him putting seeds in the ground, expecting one day for the seeds to grow and he would benefit from the reaping the harvest. Unlike young dudes who put a seed in the ground and then go and eat the seed and expect something to show up. And you being the woman who got the seed planted, lets him come back and eat the seed before anything then grew out of it. Now you mad at him because he gone, your seed gone, and it's a hole in the ground. Who preach? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now you mad. But you didn't let the seed push up through the dirt and turn into crop. And you let him have the seed. Now you got nothing. Well, grown man to figure out how to do it. So then finally I asked him why he never made a move. And he told me he was so nervous around you he can't even speak. Let alone come in for a kiss. He texted me a few months ago. Said him and his girlfriend broke up. You invited him over for a cocktail. He came. Y'all talked. Had a great time. And then he told you that the alcohol relaxed him. So a few weeks after that he was over to the house. And we finally kissed. And he ended up in my bed. He was very nervous and sweaty, so I took it easy on him. Now, here's a woman that starts to give herself credit. Mm-hmm. She just wants credit. I, I took it easy on her. I put it on him. I could have took him out, but I didn't. I let him live. I let him survive this one. You don't know who you mess with. How could he? I could have he had a stroke over my house or a heart attack or something. You know, I, I, that's what that's what I do. I put it on you where you can't you can't breathe good. I take your sisters away from you. This uh-huh. is all her thinking. For uh-huh. she was writing this letter. I take your sisters away from you. <laughs> I had you sitting up in there thinking your ass got COVID. You won't have taste or smell. <laughs> this what I am. Yeah, girl, you don't know who you mess with. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a COVID case. I had your ass on the ventilator. This is what she thinking. In her mind while she texting this letter. So she ended up in the bed. He was very nervous and sweaty. I took it easy on him. When he tried to talk sexy to me, it came out as a stutter. Now here is where my expertise is fit to come. 
When he tried to talk sexy, it came out as a stutter. He started sweating bullets, so I kept on doing anything I could to let him know it was okay, and I would take it easy on him. So, like, you ain't even really put it on him yet. That's what you keep trying to tell us about this letter. Uh, so I took off my clothes, and he could not get one word out without stuttering. Whoa, 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 whoa. Girl, look at here. Because he's 70 now. So he ain't, these ain't big words. These is old Lord phrases. He uses a 70-year-old phrase. What you talk about? Watch out there now. Girl, you make me have stroke. Boy, I'm about to pop to pop off in here. So anyway, it made for a long night, and he would not stop trying to talk while we were being intimate. I decided to tune him out so I could stay focused while we was in bed. The sex wasn't bad. His sexy talk was bad. He put it down. He was a great lover, but I need him to hush when we're doing it. This happened a few more times during intimates. He talks fine any other time, so how do I help him to relax before sex? Am I way too much for him? No, you ain't way too much for him. You said he put it down. And the reason you keep coming back is because he put it down. So let's take yourself off the credit screen. Quit trying to roll the credits with your name on it. No, you ain't too much. He got you, and he keep coming back. The problem is stuttering is caused by anxiety. Mm -hmm. Stuttering is not a physical condition. It's all mental. mental, Stuttering is caused from anxiety. Mm -hmm. People who grow up and hold on to stuttering long times never master the anxiety portion of it so they keep the stutter going. And once you stutter and you know you stutter and you know it causes a reaction in people, every time you get ready to talk, you stutter because of the anxiety you have for the reaction you know you're going to get when people hear you talk. And so now the stutter is produced even before you talk. Now, when y'all ain't talking about nothing that causes anxiety, he fine. Mm -hmm. Sex causes him anxiety because he got to perform. All you have to do is simply say, hey, I don't like talking while we're having sex. Now, you putting it down like you're supposed to, I would prefer to have sex quietly so I can just enjoy myself. Guess what? Now, he thinking he need to talk sexy, and he full of anxiety, and he can't. By the time he tell you what he finna do, he done probably already done it. Leave your (laughs) comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, I need up next, Tommy here, boy, because that would have been good. He studied good. Coming up next, it is Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, it's only one thing to talk about, Unc. It's the game Sunday. Yes. You know what it is. Super Bowl, yeah. Cincinnati Bengals, Bowl, Los Angeles Rams. At SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, man. Uh, do you want Pippin to come in? Let me go get him. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, ladies? 
Hey, hey Pippin. What's up, Shirley? What's up, uh, Carla? What's up? You know, what's, what's up? up? Hey, Mississippi, what's going on with you? What's up, Junior? What's happening, <laughs> Oh, ain't nothing going on, man. Big gain and weekend, man. You Sunday, know what I'm man. saying? It's what it's all the pimps' picks has always been about, man. You know what, Pimpin? I enjoyed you all year long, man, picking with us, man. You did an outstanding job this year, Pimpin. You I know something, man? Ass. Thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? I try to pick them, you know, like I pick them. You know what I'm saying? I just, I, and when it come to picking, who better? Yeah, well, Pimpin, imagine you something, Pimpin, before, you know, before we get to your picking. I, I choose you, baby. That's your song. That's your fire. You put it to a song, man. Who yeah. else better to pick than somebody that's been picking? Go ahead. What's up, Junior? How does, Pimpin, how do you get ready for Super Bowl Sunday? Did, well, like, you know, like, what's your outfit going to be like for this Super Bowl? Here? Oh, I got a special, the, the jacket is already made. Oh, okay. My yeah, jacket is made from all 55 former Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> the whole jacket nice. is nice. from 55 Super Bowls. Uh-huh. They just stitched them together because I done been to all of them. Yeah. And I put them all together, and it's just, it's called a super ass. It's called a super ass bowl ass jacket. Because <laughs> it's just so much on it going on, man. So many memories. Man, that's a super ass bowl ass jacket, man. That's just, it's, that, gonna, wow. it's nasty, man. It's just. Yeah, Pippin, did you go into the game? Oh, and it's going to have fur on the collar. Am I going to the game? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, I'm going to the game, dog. Okay. I'm going to all the games. I'll be at the games. You can't miss me. I'm the only one going to have that jacket on. And I'm going to have white fur collar on it. <laughs> the tickets nice. are expensive. Got yeah, it, real fur. Oh, I get in complimentary, dog. I, I got a partner that bootleg tickets. I got tickets. All right, I'm gonna get in. Go I ain't going to be in no seat. chair. I'm going to just walk the whole game because I need <laughs> oh, people to see this. Oh, no. No, I need everybody to see this jacket. Give us, give us the pick, Pimpin. I'm walking from end zone to end zone, 50 down to the field, all the way back up. <laughs> you know. going to see this jacket. I had to come pick? back from my pick, man. I didn't talk okay. too long. <laughs> About my super-ass, bold-ass jacket. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more sports talk with Junior and Pimpin right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Junior and Pimpin, finish up yeah, your sports on, talk. <laughs> you thought I, Junior, you thought I was going to be up here without the music, man. You have to be crazy. It's theme song, baby. So you was talking about everything, my jacket and everything. You asked me yeah. why I was. But, you know, like I said, I'm just going to be walking the whole game, end yeah. zone to end zone. 50-yard line, back up to the top, in the rafters, all the way. I'm going to walk through all the suites. You know, I'm going to come down. I'm going to walk on the edge of the field. You know, they they trip sometimes. They don't let you on the field in Super Bowl. You got all access? All access? No, I ain't got all access. I just know how to get them. You You know, I know how to move. But what yeah. if you distract, you're going to be a distraction with the coat on and everything to, to the Yeah, I'm going to be a distraction. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the whole purpose of the walk. At halftime. Walk, walk. Now, I'm going to stand still for halftime out of respect. 
You know, cause them Dirty rappers is gonna be on the show. You know, I got to get somewhere safe in case they start shooting. You know, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> 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 that ain't like old school now. Them them dudes right there. Snoop yeah. cool, but his Snoop's boys though. Them who you got to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You know, all them Crips in the parking lot, Crip walking, Bloods over there driving red cars, arguing and stuff outside. Hell yeah. no, and it's over there by the phone. <laughs> so you know what? But you the police gonna have all that shit off them. Come over there, with that old gang banging action. Not at the Super Bowl. Be your last damn bowl. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> yeah, what up, Junior? Who you got? In the Super Bowl. Man, this is a hard this is tough one here, Junior, pimpin'. because I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't got man. no dog in this fight. I ain't got no horse in this race. I ain't got no money in this game, man. So this is hard. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you what's happening, because I'm from okay. Cleveland. A lot yeah. of my homies and stuff is from Dayton, Cincinnati, and they uh-huh. Bengals fans. So uh-huh. I done told all of them that I'm pulling for the Bengals. But uh-huh. just between us, I lied, because I really don't give a damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what yeah. I was talking about, man, was really, man, the Stafford story is so good. It is. And Joe Barrows, he got time. He young. Stafford uh-huh. been suffering in Detroit, which is my favorite city. You know what I'm suffering. saying? He been suffering in old... Uh, they tried to ru- ruin uh, OBJ's career up here in Cleveland. He got okay. out. Then they went out and traded Vaughn Miller from Denver, and he thought he'd be a Bronco the rest of his life. He was heartbroken driving away from the facility. Yeah. And now all them is in L.A., man. You know what I'm saying? That's a pimp story right there, man. It is. And then, you know, the Rams gave up all them draft picks to get Stafford out there, and now they ass in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So yeah, I just got to tell you, homie, in my heart of hearts, the Los Angeles Rams, pimp. I'm Stafford for Detroit. Super Bowl huh? champs for Stafford for Detroit yeah. for a piece of Cleveland, OBJ for Von Miller when they tried to ride him out of Denver like he was hurting. He ain't have it no more. See, I like, you know, them comeback stories when they yeah. write you comeback off like they done wrote off something. your boy Steve and everything. You know how they do him all the time. And now all yeah, them comebacks and all that because yeah. a comeback, a, a, a setback yeah. ain't nothing but a set up for a comeback. That's all Come, that all is, right. Come on, Pippin. L.A. Rams, man, all the way in my heart. I'm pulling for Stafford. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. and Vaughn Miller. And that boy oh, Aaron Donald, that's that all he needs. Man, I'm to man, and I met him at the NFL Honors with Steve. He ain't no huge ass man. Yeah. But when he put them pads on, he about 6'11, 485 pounds <laughs> of angry ass human being. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, got guys. Hey, I got to go, man. That little girl in my ear, she said 10 seconds, so I got to get on out of here. Right, you, know, right. you don't That's get right. out on her, it'd be a problem. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning I'm going to have to talk to her separate, get her lined up, because she out of line with me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm Coming up pimping. in 20 minutes after. I right? heard you. <laughs> that was for me. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the newest Forbes list of the highest-paid entertainers is out, and Jay-Z, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Kanye all grab spots among the top five. Okay. 
Altogether, the 25 highest paid entertainers earned a com- combined amount of $4.4 billion, with a B, before taxes and fees in 2021. The vast majority of whom did it uh, without creating anything new. Uh, here are a few of the ballers on that list. Jay-Z at number three with $340 million last year. Uh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson at number four with $270 million. All right. Kanye West at number five with $235 million. All right. Tyler Perry is number eight with $165 million. Shonda Rhimes, uh, number 18 with $81 million. How would you like to be number 18? I would love I it. Would love it. Love it. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. I'm going to have How many is two. on the list, Shirley? <laughs> it's a whole bunch of 25. I could be 25. 25. I could, yeah. yeah. I'd be number 26. 18, but I got number four attitude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm number 18, but I got number four's attitude. Uh, that's All right. Day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking, Steve? You know, I look at the top numbers uh, and Jay-Z leading at 400-something. The, the two people that's got 270 and 235, that's the same money. That's the exact same. No. Okay. As a matter okay. of fact, if you got 180 million, you can do the same thing the person can do with the okay. 270 right. million. Please understand. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. 33 minutes after, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for Would You Rather. Would you rather watch mafia movies, gangster movies all weekend, or would you rather watch westerns all weekend? Man, gangster. Mm. I'm, I'm mafia. Gangster. All day. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Man, my yeah. father-in-law was over. We had to watch these damn westerns. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hard to do, man. Like, you know, like you ever been in the room and you hear, pow, pow. Yeah. <laughs> and the swinging don't hit right, huh? Swinging don't hit right. It, it's it's a late sound after the hit. Yeah. Yeah. Just ping. <laughs> the fight ain't right. <laughs> that's the that's the punch. Yeah. <laughs> sound like you watching Batman. <laughs> we start this off. Yeah, I watch oh, the one gangster mafia movie all day. Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Would you rather ride the mega bus from Atlanta to L.A. B. Or would you? Or would you rather travel to the moon for two days? B? Uh, get on that mega bus, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to get, that, on, get back up on that damn mega bus, man, and write yeah. me some jokes. Sit up on that. I'm going to have to wear what? like four masks and a hazmat suit. <laughs> and all. Uh, and all. Uh, uh, <laughs> no pee and, uh, breaks, nothing. No, nah, I got to lock it I'm going to get me a depend. And I'm not getting up, and I'm gonna have uh, all my food uh, fed to me intravenously. And uh, I'm not fitting. I'm gonna sit in the back. No, you can't sit in the back. Not over that wheel. Oh, jeez, that's a rough ass. It's, it's hot. Hot. Uh, I need that front seat. That front seat across the from the driver, the right by the door. Uh huh. And I'm gonna need my luggage and boombox in the seat next to me. <laughs> You, you playing your own music on the bus, huh? No, nah, I ain't going to play no music. I just want to make sure don't nobody sit there. That's how I used to ride the bus before. Junior, you're on the bus? You're oh, the absolutely. Bus. I'm on this bus. What about you now? I'm going to the moon. I'm going to the moon. I'm going to see something I ain't seen. It ain't for two days. It's going to take them two days to get to L.A. from Atlanta. Three days. <laughs> By the time they get to L.A., Texas, you'll be back. <laughs> you'll be back. Right. <laughs> Open the right. door and let your little ass out. What you gonna do then? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather? Um, would you rather 
have a leaked sex tape of you when you were younger, or would you rather upload all the pictures from your phone to a shared family photo from your phone no, you like right now? Me. What are you talking about? Because I was minute. bringing in at 20. What family are you talking about if I upload all these damn pictures? It's just your family. Your family. No. My wife well, and I kids? I won't, I won't have a family no more. If you if you leak the pictures in your phone, you ain't gonna be able to run this sex tape if you ain't got no VHF. If you ain't got no v, uh, a VCR, you ain't gonna be able to run that. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Sex tape is on VHF. Hey, dog, let me tell you something. It, it, it might be on real to real. Oh goodness! <laughs> I don't even know if they had VHS out. <laughs> All right, that's today's version of Would You Rather. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll get some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, that's it. It's a wrap. <laughs> last break yeah. of the day. Good day, good week. Um, yeah. Big game weekend, Valentine's, Valentine's day, day weekend. Mm-hmm. A lot of big things happening this weekend. Yeah. And uh, happy Valentine's Day, you guys. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Valentine's so, ladies, let me ask y'all a question about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Why is it that Valentine's Day, the pressure of Valentine's Day, is squarely on the man's shoulder? That's a really good question, That's a good question. Steve. That's a good question. Because I don't get my husband anything. <laughs> I get a card. I it's do a get good a question because you don't get him nothing. nothing. <laughs> he lays but, it out for me, but I don't get him. Anything. Right, but you, you expect. Yes, I do. Yeah, I guess that's I don't know, that's been amazing. It's a, it's a because, love holiday. Maybe. Yeah, but ain't ain't I supposed to be her Valentine too? Mm-hmm. You, you're gonna yeah. get your gift, but um, no. it may not come in a store. You know. Right. Yeah. Wifely duties is uh-huh. what she's saying. <laughs> it could be your gift. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe because, I don't know, because men like to show mm-hmm. their women how much they love. And women Perfect. love that attention. I mean, you know, we have the babies. You know, we do all that. We take care of your home. We take care of you, things like that. So it's just an ex- another way to express your love to a woman. And actions uh-huh. showing yeah. us. Yeah, right. Love is a verb. That's right, girls. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to get y'all's opinion on it. Did you y'all ain't going to do a damn thing. No, they're not going to do nothing. I, I'll get, not I'll do do get a card. I, I will get him a card. I'm about sure. to give a damn about your card, <laughs> too. Well, if, if, if you're doing your wifely duties, I mean... Mm. Mm. That's, that's, that's cool. That's, that's, yeah, that's a lot of love right there. Right. <laughs> mm. Aren't you happy so, with that? So, like they just told you don't do that. I am. You don't yeah, do nothing. See, that's what I'm saying. My husband. You don't contribute that to the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, but fall asleep though and see what kind of problem we gonna have. Be <laughs> <laughs> laying over there looking upside the back of your head like, hey, yeah. all these rose petals in this bed, and all this ran, all this bath oh, water, and all this hair. So beautiful. All these so dinners and stuff. Ooh, I'm tired. I, I'm tired. I, I love that you're so romantic and it never gets old to you. And I, I love that. You know, to me that. Well, I find I try to find new ways. You know. Mm-hmm. Just show that I care, you know, because uh, 
Uh, it's definitely uh, the thought that counts, and that came from women. So uh, I know that, yeah. I, and I, I've understood that. I try to teach it to young cats around me. It's the mm-hmm. thought that counts, and but that came from women. You gotta, Steve, mm-hmm. don't you think Valentine's Day is like it's it's a day? It's like a, a reason for men to be like super like over the top romantic. Well, like, you know, I mean, it, like it's like this. It's like Christmas. We have to show it. Yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve. We have to show up something. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your birthday, we have to show up with something. Right. Uh, right. For anniversary, we have to show up with something. Mm-hmm. A man has to get an anniversary gift. A woman don't. Um, that's just know that Mother's Day is coming. We have to do that. Right. Valentine's Day is coming, and so you know we have several times in the year where it's on us to really prove it. Now we get gifts on Christmas too, so I'm not saying that, it's but it's uh, mm-hmm. it's 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 that way. So you know. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I will a, say this honestly, mm-hmm. Steve. I will say this out of all those holidays you mentioned, Valentine's Day for me, I'm speaking mm-hmm. for me, is like the least important, and that's seriously. Say it you know, is what you say now. I said, out of all those holidays you mentioned, like anniversary, Christmas, uh-huh. your birthday, all uh-huh. of that, Valentine's Day for Ranking. me is like the least. Okay, now fellas of, that of heard those. that comment right there, that's just for don't. Me. Let, I'm just, let, I'm just talking. I ain't talking to you right now, Shirley. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the fellas that's listening to the Steve Harvey mm-hmm. Morning Show that just heard that said. comment. Uh-huh. Don't put that in your thought process. Don't, don't believe that. No, no, don't no. believe that. Don't don't, don't let that. Shirley get <laughs> your ass whooped about this yeah. damn. Uh, listen to me. Oh. I know what you're saying, Shirley, yes, and I you're perfectly too. right for you. And I'm glad you exempted yourself and said for you. That don't apply to no other damn woman on planet Earth. Now, what Shirley's saying is, of the days that we announce in order of significance or important, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day ranks the lowest. Yeah. Right. Key word, ranks the right. lowest. Oh, yeah. It's up there. It don't fall off the list. No. <laughs> it oh, is ranked. It's still ranked. Something yeah, for it's sure. still ranked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But now, if you want to now, now miss Valentine's Day and find out what the ranking is. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is first. My birthday, you know, anniversary, things like that. Yeah. But you know what I think too with Valentine's Day, when you, if your man does all these things, super romantic, it proves it kind of makes you feel as a woman you picked the right guy. Like you, you got, you got the man. Uh-huh. You know, like I did good. My man doing his thing. You know, it kind of validates that, too. Yeah. yeah, because there are a lot of men, and I've heard this from, that that don't, and I know this is an excuse, but they don't, I don't need anybody telling me what mm-hmm. uh, a special day to get you anything. I buy you stuff 365 days of the year. It don't have to be a special day. You know, I don't want to hear any of that. You don't buy no woman nothing 365 <laughs> days a year. That's not true. Now, do I provide yeah. for this family 365 days a year? Yes, right. mm-hmm. but there are days where you have to specifically, yes. specifically yeah. do for her. That yes. doesn't include the children, the household account. You know, they got right. that you go out here, you working, and you keeping a roof over everybody's head, Absolutely. and you might be the main breadwinner and all like that. That's cool mm-hmm. right there, that, that. But on them days where they have to be made to feel special, they need to. Hey, it's uh, <laughs> Valentine's weekend, the Super Bowl weekend. Fellas, don't forget, make your Valentine's Day Better, more important than Super Bowl week. And, you know, unless you're married to somebody that played professional football, fellas, uh, you've got to really make this Valentine's Day shine. Period. All right. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Peace. Oh, 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 oh.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 